Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Speak and Flow podcast. Today, I have a wonderful friend who I've known for many, many years, over six years um, along our entrepreneurial journey. We have crossed paths and she is an amazing person, wonderful heart, but also so smart and has um, a big vision and a wonderful, innovative, out-of-the-box way of thinking about therapy. And so I brought her on because I, I believe that this insight is going to help us along our leadership journey and also along finding our voice. And so I'm so glad to have her today. We have Persephone Brooks. Hi, Persephone. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Glad you're here. And so Persephone, I know you have an out-of-the-box way of thinking about therapy. Before we go into that, can you just share a little bit about the traditional approach, how we currently see therapy and what's happening there? Sure. Um, I'm a therapist by Uh trade. Um, So I have, you know, working the community as well as private practice. Um, And the pattern that I see is we really focus more on the behavior. Now, whether it's the problem of mental health or problem of, you know, working with kids, you know, the behavior, we want them to do better. Uh, don't do this. <laughs> we want them to do that instead. And so therapy seems to be more about getting rid of something. And even when it's around goals, it's still trying to get rid of something. And so that's the biggest thing that I've noticed is that there's so much emphasis on what we don't like yeah trying to get rid of it right and I believe it's it's a problem right and so they shine the light on the problem and don't we do that also when we're in corporate and they shine the light on so we may have done so many things right and then they do a performance evaluation and then they shine the light on this one problem and we're like oh this is problem and then there's this big emphasis on the problem. And so that's what's happening in therapy too. Right. Well, you know, as a culture, we're problem right. focused. Yeah. You know, think of, you know, as a little child, when we go to, to school, what do yeah. they focus on? Usually the problem. Right. Parenting, yeah. what do they focus on? Usually the problem. Um, and so it's not a surprise. It infiltrated business and mm-hmm. leadership. Because we do want our team to be better. We want to mm-hmm. be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found the more we focus on the problem, the problem gets bigger. Mm. And so we were so focused on it, it gets bigger. And then it gets just, it consumes us. Yes. So on the alternative, what is the alternative? How do you see a different approach? Um. Before I go there, the other place where uh-huh. we where we focus on problems is our uh-huh. own personal thoughts. You know, how right. many times do we have the negative thinking uh, right. about a problem? Oh my goodness, right. 
uh, someone didn't call me. That's a big problem. Oh my goodness. Uh, the traffic is, you know, just going very slow. That's a problem. Um, and so we have such a huge mindset to really focus on the problem. Yeah. No, I appreciate that because we're all constantly thinking. And so how we communicate to others also about how we communicate with ourselves. And so we're constantly thinking about problems and we're, we have a lot of what is the negative, like what is the self-talk that we have when we're looking at the problems? We're saying that's a problem, like, okay, there's traffic or or my child is so lazy or my child is not doing this and that's a problem. And so then we're saying that in our minds. Right. And then it gets bigger. And then it right. can get more irritated. Right. Frustrated. But then we try to fix it. And well, well, we think that that's how we fix it. Right. So the brain likes to solve problems. It's, yes. it's designed. And our yeah. nervous system is designed to find things that could be dangerous, aka problems. Right. So our body and brain is all wired that way. But that does not necessarily mean we have to act that way. And that's the biggest thing is both the mental health and uh, parenting and business. A lot of times we focus more on what we see about what's going on, which mm-hmm. isn't a bad approach. But it only could go so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you focus on the problem, it's like pulling a weed in your garden. If you pull a weed from a garden and if you do nothing with that spot, another weed is going to take its place. It's mm-hmm. a given. Mm-hmm. Um, either the same weed or another type of weed. So, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest problem with addictions. You know, you move smoking and then you move to maybe drinking alcohol instead or, mm-hmm. um, you know, or something less like work, workaholism where we're working really hard. Um, right. And so it's, it's a bigger problem. So, you know, as you ask, you know, what is the fix? What's the, the flip side? Yeah. And the, and the flip side, I believe is two things. One is really understand our values. Values, you know, is a big key word nowadays in business is mm-hmm. leaderships are mm-hmm. trying to find people's values. But it's not about what we think our values are. Like, I really believe I'm an honest person. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that I uh, am kind and I'm thoughtful. And there's evidence showing that. Mm-hmm. But there's also evidence unfortunately, because I'm human, showing the opposite direction. And it's Mm -hmm. not about um, if we want it that Mm -hmm. way. It's what our lives are currently demonstrating. It And that shows our highest value. So Mm -hmm. when we hear people saying, I want a job, and they're sitting Mm -hmm. on the couch and doing absolutely nothing, Mm -hmm. maybe playing video games or been watching on Netflix, Mm-hmm. Um, but they always were like, I want a job. I want a job. I want a job. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our minds like, well, get off the couch and do something, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's, you know, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. but we don't understand where they're coming from. And oftentimes they're coming from their values. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they may not value having a job. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't value having a job. They're not going to take the steps necessary in order to get one. Mm-hmm. So how do we go about finding our highest value? 
Well, there's many different ways. The one that I found that was very helpful for me mm-hmm. is I've been studying under Dr. Demartini. Um, he has a value determination. It's a 13 questions. Yeah. Um, I find it very helpful, um, but I did find it at the beginning very frustrating because when you first sign on, they ask, you know, what's the three most important in each category? And mm-hmm. your brain's like, um, um, three most. Right. Most. What, 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 what's, <laughs> what's the, and my brain, like for a long time, could not think of what, what it was. Right. Uh, Cause we're not used to thinking about these type of things. Right. Now, if that, if the question was, what's your three problem areas in in uh energy you know how uh-huh. you spend your time uh, you like your- my health is not right i'm tired and- <laughs> uh what's three things that surrounds you that you don't like we you know we have right. a whole list of right um and right. so our brains are so wired to think of what we don't want what we don't like yeah. um and so it's really hard sometimes uh right. and then a lot of times you know with our values that we already done we, we're thinking of um a future self of, you know, I value being a, you know, I value, you know, making a difference. My, my job is, you know, I feel like to help people, to improve, to prove myself so we can make a better world. Um, right. But if I see myself as a, a motivating speaker and an author and a coach and, mm-hmm. and all those are, are things I'm working towards. Right. And it was a great, great thing but not all of that is showing evidence in my life right now okay and so what would you say if I'm trying to aspire to that how do I find the true highest value filling out that form you think the John D. Martini will help to find out the true value so let's say I'm aspiring to it but it's really not evident in my life uh, was that right. what helped you to figure that out I think his his uh form is very helpful. Okay. Um, but actually, you know, you could just look. I mean, and it's and it's also very helpful because he he goes through three thirteen specific areas uh-huh. Uh-huh. that it's very helpful to identify because right. you know our values there's a pattern. Yeah. And so you know, for example, where do we spend our most money on? You know, most of right. us will probably say personal development, leadership right. skills. Right. Um, working, you know, how can I improve my position? Um, so it's, you know, we're very business oriented. We're, you know, mm-hmm. working on personal development. And mm-hmm. so that's, that would be one, you know, or two categories, personal development and business oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And those are showing evidence because your bank account literally shows you or your mm-hmm. credit cards, whatever you're using, mm-hmm. and that you are spending a lot more on those instead of, mm-hmm. let's just say, uh, you know, your friend is socializing more, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, any party, any, you know, events that's happening, mm-hmm. she's there or he's there. Um, so they're going to have a different value with mm-hmm. which is, you know, being able to do these uh, social events. So, yeah. So once someone finds their value, what is so what is that like when they're now they, they have a highest value, they understand their highest value, then what is the talk that's going on in their head? What's the, the difference that they feel or what's the change? Um, the, the, 
the two things that I see is um, being able to realize sometimes why we have value conflicts. Like if, uh-huh. if you really value work and you really value family and then you are feeling guilty at work, not being with your family. And when right. you're at your family, you're too busy thinking about work. Yeah. It's helpful to identify which one is higher. Okay. On, and on do it. they flip? flop depending on the day sometimes they do flip and flop depending on but usually we're creatures of habit um we like things in a certain way and if and most of the time the biggest problem i see as i'm seeing people is they're working on a lower value Mm -hmm. and and then that runs into more problems. So they're not really honoring our highest values because they're so busy trying to maintain a lower value, which mm. our brains, our, our minds, uh, we're not motivated very well when we're doing something mm-hmm. lower on our values. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we self-sabotage. We have to use a lot more coping skills. There's a lot mm-hmm. more things that triggers us. We might have more anxiety, more depression. Uh, just because we're not really honoring our highest values. So Maybe for example, because we're so focused, we're, we're focused also on solving the problem. We have no more energy. Exactly right. <laughs> is that right? Why, why spend so much energy on something that is not to your highest value? And there's a way to work with the lower values, like, you know, parents, you, you know, if, Sometimes we like to not worry about spouse and kids or pets as much as we have to, because, you know, we're, we're in a focus. We, you know, we are a leader. We're trying to, um, you know, get our voice out. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's just like, how, how do I work with that? And so Mm -hmm. that's where looking at your values. And so Mm -hmm. for me, one of my highest values, this is not a typical value, Right. But it's meaningful to me. And right. it's an element of play. I have right. to have an That's element of play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more spontaneous, more like a kid where, you know, they see a, um, they see a leaf and it becomes a boat and you know, they uh-huh. put it in, in a lake and they're like, or a little stream and now it becomes a big lake and they're making this like story up as they're going along, you know, that type of play. Right. Uh, and so I find that the times I enjoy my job, uh, doing chores by itself, um, uh, if I don't have an element to play, it gets really, really boring for me. Yeah. And yeah. It's like pulling teeth. Um, and the other way that I've also used uh, this element to play without realizing on how important it was is mm-hmm. I have taken some hard classes where it challenged me. Um, mm. One of them is Spanish. Um, and so how do I, you know, these words are foreign. Um, yeah. so, you know, how do I link those, you know, the words with the definitions and get familiar? So I created yeah. my own memory. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, write the Spanish word on one side. And then on the other side, I write what it means. And on the flip side, I write, and then I, I, I play matching mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and and that element of play just made me really enjoy the process i'm not fighting it um i'm able to 
do really well on the test because mm-hmm. I spend so much time. And that's the benefit of operating from a higher value. Right. Where right. something would, which would be harder. If I just did the typical, what you do uh, right. when you're studying for a test and you're learning Spanish, for example, right. I won't have a lot of energy. My motivation would be killed. It would take me a lot longer to do the activities. Mm-hmm. Homework would be, uh, oh my goodness. I'm going to have to use a lot of coping skills afterwards just because mm-hmm. I feel drained. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe my anxiety is up. Uh, or maybe, you know, I opened up a textbook. I don't know about you. And I'm like, I'm like, I right. and I'm like, right. I'm out. Um, right. and so that's, that's the thing that I really like about values. Values are so important. Um, I love that. I love how you integrate it into your everyday life and bringing in your highest value, even in the most monotonous things that you probably see. Maybe they've been traditionally told you, Hey, you're not good at Spanish. And so now suddenly there's the problem again, and now I still have to do Spanish or, or, or do something at work, but then now you're bringing in a value into something that just like of an everyday life, your highest value into everyday life. And that helps you to, 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 to do better, to feel better, or to make it Mm -hmm. more fun for you and alive. That's awesome. Yeah. And the second thing that um, besides values is also don't get so stuck on the label of the problem. Uh Um, That by itself could make someone being so rigid. Unfortunately, words we have forgotten, they're really neutral. A hammer Mm -hmm. is really just a hammer. Mm -hmm. But in our society, it could use it, you know, to build things and be wonderful, or we can mm-hmm. use it as a weapon and use mm-hmm. it to harm people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the words that we use in mental health, for example, anxiety, depression, PTSD, mm-hmm. um, hyperreactive, oh, right. ADD, autism, right. those right. actually have a negative connotation connected to right. it. I feel so, I, I yeah, it breaks my heart. I mean, I mean, it, and then, and then, it, yeah, and then the person receives this as this negative con- connotation, and yeah. So tell me more about that. Then, then what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Then they feel like it's a problem they have to fix, and then they go right. down to making this, trying to fix this problem, and it gets exacerbated, and it gets, it, it doesn't ever really truly go away, like you know, because it's like a label that I've been, you know, right? Um, uh, that's me. And it's not right when you have all these other parts of you, like your values that are highest and, and then, and then bringing those out. Right. Because you're so focused and not, not paying attention to them because you're so focused on this label. Right. Because, because let's face it with those labels, we have now pulled in the ego. Yeah. And now the ego is wired to keep that because that's our identity. Mm -hmm. Anything that has become our identity is a lot harder to get rid of. So if you say, yeah, I'm, um, I'm a person with anxiety or I'm, I, I, I have ADD. I, right. I'm, you know, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm not a leader. You know, all those thoughts that we have in our heads. And if we give value to them at, from our identity, our ego is def- designed to defend them, even mm. if they're wrong. Wow. They will make it right. Wow. 
that's the power of our brains. So, uh, and then also being able to have these labels labels are great, Mm -hmm. but it gets, you know, because it it does help you to know your normal, your natural, other people have these issues, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't Mm -hmm. just stay there. Right. Right. Um, And so that's the biggest thing that I find working with, you know, with my clients Mm -hmm. is that they've been given these labels Mm -hmm. and it has become their identity. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot different saying, you know, I'm an alcoholic Mm -hmm. versus I'm a person who right now is struggling with drinking. Mm -hmm. Those are two different fields. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Right. And, and it is very important. Um, This skill I, I learned from, a wonderful doctor. I still don't remember his, his name. Um, I think his doctor Halloway, um, where he has ADD himself. He wrote a book. Um, if you're interested, let 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 her know, and I I'll send that information. Um, yeah. And so uh, what he taught me is, and I was already on the trend of of that already, just from my own personal life and what I'm seeing. Uh huh. Um, is that everything that we see as a negative there's always a positive thing connected right right and and so one example doing a um, conference that he held for parents he was helping parents understand that all the negative labels or all the things that they're seeing in their children are usually negative labels and they need to find something positive mm-hmm. my favorite of this one is there's a mom who raises her hand what you can't help me with this one my son is awful and he's like well well tell me about him and so she describes the teenager being so lazy mm-hmm. where he's not helping with the chores not doing his homework um to the beyond the typical teenager thing and she says i am so sick of him being so lazy so that's the thing i want you to fix him right is right. He's lazy. What's the positive side of being lazy? Mm-hmm. Um, I I was stretching my head because I'm like, you know, what is the positive side of being lazy? Mm-hmm. But this doctor, he, he's like, didn't bat an eye. He's like, well, right. the, what the positive side is, they're conserving energy. So basically, doing chores, doing homework is not high on his values. Mm-hmm. it's high on mom's values but not high on kiddos values and so mom didn't understand that he's not going to invest his energy into any project that he doesn't see how it's going to benefit him and as leaders isn't that exactly what we are trying to do how right. do we motivate the people who are underneath us or who are right. around us right do things what we would like them to do um, or what our company needs in order to grow. Right. But they may not be aligned with that value, with that Mm -hmm. task. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really challenging about how do you work with someone who is coming from a different value than you? And reality is, we all are coming from different values. My va- even mm-hmm. if everybody matches the same, our implementation of those values are going to be different. 
Mm-hmm. Like one of my other values is information, but it's mm-hmm. not informational where it's trivial, where I'm mm-hmm. going to go on Jeopardy and all these wonderful things mm-hmm. and answer all these wonderful questions. Because to mm-hmm. me, I really don't care. I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, who was born in 1987 in England right. and what they did. And um, I think it's fascinating. I, I don't mind learning that, mm-hmm. but it's not something that's, I'm just so determined to know all that information i i find you know if i need that information i google it um but information about growth and personal development and the brain and neuroscience and all these different things those are the things i'm driven to Mm -hmm. and and so um how so he's this person is conserving the energy and so like you mentioned uh, how do leaders if they know that the person has a different value or I have a set of values and I want them to also have that value, but they don't. Let's just say like they're conserving energy. So how do we find the match or how do we understand the other person's values to try to motivate them? Right. Yeah. And and that was one of my bi- biggest questions is how, yeah. how do we, and, and that's what I kind of feel like a lot of problems in society where it's Democrats or Republicans or yeah. African-Americans against the majority you know Uh the minors versus majority Uh you know Uh and so it's so polarized how how do we Uh even do that as well um and so luckily um for me i've been learning from Martini a little bit more about how to work with people's values Mm -hmm. how do we help them and and the main thing that i walked away with um even though i am certified to helping people to identify their values and answer that question um um, for leaders, one is to be able to hire people within their values. So if you okay, already know that they are, you know, really good at organization and being able to uh, communicate, then mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily put them in a role where, uh, right. where they're doing, you know, creating projects right, um, right. or um sales technique or mm-hmm. you know all these different categories the goal mm-hmm. is to be able to hire someone based upon their values because mm-hmm. we want them to thrive in it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is um when it comes to you know for this example with this mom and this teenager who she labels as being lazy mm-hmm. um she can look at what is his values no, and you're going to, sometimes we have to just ask them or take them through the, um, and walk them through so they can identify their values. And then you link uh, her values with their, his values. So, so the, the values are, I'm, I like video games and I like playing with my friends and I like sitting around binging TV. Then how do you link it? If it's so different, like you said, they're so polarized. Um, each link is different and it all depends on yeah. what her links are, um, what her values. Right. Um, this is where I really like it because it is a moment of play because you have to think of how can your value support that value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not necessarily putting up, well, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. You could do right. it that way. Right. But they um, support but- each other. Exactly. And then, yeah. so you could support each other. Um, the Martini method actually has a way where uh, you work with them to understand 
mm-hmm. how they link. So for example, his, uh, what he used was teachers. So if you have a teacher who is doing English mm-hmm. and you have a kid who he wants to play soccer, soccer mm-hmm. is life. It's number one. Mm-hmm. And so he's not willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. So he walks us through where, you know, you identify specific people, you know, how many of them had to learn how to communicate. Communication is very, very important in a team. Mm -hmm. First, you have to be able to communicate to your coach. Mm -hmm. Then you have to be able to communicate as a team. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, they have foreign people, you know, you know, emits from different countries. So mm-hmm. you have, you know, foreigners with your own native language. And so being able to communicate is very important, not mm-hmm. by just verbiage, but also writing. Because when we practice writing, we practice our verbal skills too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well as then you can give him reading assignments about his favorite, you know, you know, soccer players. Mm-hmm. And then you could, um, so so you build this wonderful um, life around helping to expand the reading and writing. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to even have the math teacher skip, you know, step in. Let's let's watch this and you know and you know in order to get the ball this way, uh, mm-hmm. they have to do certain things. So mm-hmm. how you know where does the ball? Where does your foot? If you kick it this far, how you know? And so there's a lot of math involved in playing mm-hmm. soccer. Mm. Um, and so there's so many different, you know, ways of doing it, which is why I like, um, um, honors classes, because that's kind of the start of this brain picking of how Uh do you implement these things, but Uh also homeschool homeschools also when, when these are set up correctly, um, it takes the individuals likes or, uh, the topic that the teacher chose and find different ways of how to implement it. And so mm-hmm. um, I feel like in wow. business, that's exactly what we need to be doing with our people mm, right, as well right. as maybe at a home. You know, if you have a child who won't take off, you know, take out the garbage, won't do homework, they right. um, need yeah. to find their values um, and find how does your value support them and how do right. their highest values support you? Uh, wow. And so you just build up together. So I, I've been wow. really excited about the values. I, I, you know, also very excited. Focusing on solutions, really. Right. Um, right. Life is about really moving forward on our goals. And since right. all business owners or working, you know, leaders, uh, all of us have experienced anxiety at some point. All yeah. of us have, in, you know, things has gone wrong. People right. have done these things. And so it's not about moving away and focusing only on those problems because you're never going to have enough energy, as you mentioned before, to yeah. work on the things that really matter. And it's not, and then like you said, I mean, if all leaders in companies started to shift, right, versus spend so much time trying to fix the problem, all of our energy shifting over to focusing on not just goals, but the values that we have and learning how to keep bringing the alignment between my values and your values, we can make such huge progress. Wow, that's 
so amazing. You're clearly an expert on this. It's so, and I know that our time is running out. Do you have to jump off? Do you, can you, you want to spend a little bit of time talking about your book or do you have to jump off? I could do a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I know you have a book. So tell me about it. So the book is in, uh, it's still in process. So it's uh -huh. not ready to be published yet, but I um, decided to uh, write about these therapy mistakes. And that's the title right now I'm, I'm sitting on. Um, because people do need, need to understand that when you come to therapy, yes, mm -hmm. if you're coming from a place where you know, you're a victim, you're trying to make sense of the world, focusing on the problem is normal and natural. You should. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I know many people who's been going to therapy for years and never really get any better. You know, right. you know, there it's a great place to vent. Right. Um, and therapy is not necessarily designed for just venting. It's designed or supposed to be designed for helping people move mm -hmm. um, into improved life so we could thrive. Mm -hmm. um, and so one of the things that I really see wrong is obviously focusing on the problem uh, because we're not, we're not supposed to solely focus on the problem. And the more we focus on the problem, the more we're going to see problems. Right. And it becomes our identity almost. The ego defends it as part of you. Yes. And then it becomes a, a, a bigger and bigger problem. Right, right. And then so all the alternatives. So this is what your book's about, talking about this, some of the mistakes that are happening right now. Right. And, and how much more impactful we can be when we are, at least we under, maybe we have a good understanding about what we want to do or what some of the problems are, but then not staying there. Right. Of understanding maybe that helps you to relate to other people that also are going through it. And then, and then, but then really finding more connection and meaning around more of who you are based on right. your values and, and, and then asking other people to help you to d develop it and finding alignment with other people and their values. And therefore you're making more productive, you're more productive that way because you're contributing, you're building relationships and Right. And then unleashing your voice. <laughs> right. When when I see problems, I see is how many th things come in in our inbox. So if you yeah. spend so much time yeah. <laughs> cleaning on our inbox over uh -huh. and over and over and over, that's going to drain all your energy to respond to the most important things. Right. Right. <clears throat> right. Yes. And and so you're not going to have an empty inbox. Right. Right. You, you, no. You just, and that's what we kind of want in life. Right, right. What can we do to avoid all problems, all pain, and anything that makes me feel uncomfortable? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry, reality is you're going to experience those things even as you move forward to the things that you like. Yeah. So your options are solely only focus on the problems, which right. means you can only talk about, about the problems. Problems are always going to be there. I don't know how many of you know of drama queens and drama uh -huh. kings and uh -huh. the whole life is spent around these problems. Mm. Um, but we also know many wonderful, uh, famous individuals, um, both in business and non-business, where they are solely focusing on their highest values. 
all all of them their dreams are within their highest values and because they're so aligned when these so-called problems pop up they're like (laughs) not a problem I can handle at first we might go (gasps) right and freak out but they're like okay whatever I'm just gonna just right you know take the next best step which is actually the the other uh trick that would be shared in the book is you know they just go for it. They just, just move. They don't allow that to, to, I have to focus on my problem. And once I have this right. problem gone, then I will go back and work on our goals. Right. right, right. The trick is finding the highest value and what is truly highest for you, regardless of what everybody's thinking, regardless of what the world says, but that's the key, right? And so when you do that, take the time to do that, either through John Martini's website or reaching out to Persephone, uh, finding that highest value for yourself, those highest values. And isn't that funny that I think when we do that and we're so focused on it, then all those other problems just naturally work itself out. Right. Exactly. And I, and I found that more than 50% of our, of the problems, if you focus on your goals that is rooted in your highest values, right. They they disappear. They fall off. They don't really matter. Right, right. Or, the, or you're not as bothered by them. And so right, we, right. We, we put so much emphasis on problems. And yes, mm-hmm. problems is a part of life, but right. it, it's about where we focus. We can focus right. on the problem, which means we're going always going to get more problems, mm-hmm. which means we're going to be in pain and depressed and anxiety mm-hmm. and life sucks mm-hmm. and all those negative thoughts uh, is going to overwhelm us. Or right. we could focus on our highest values that supports our goals of being great leaders right. and move forward, right. um, knowing that we will run into problems. It's not right. about getting rid of them. It's about growing right. through them. Yes, yes. Growing through them and expanding beyond them and and reaching more people, helping more right. people. I love that. Thank you, Persephone. That's beautiful. That was Thank amazing. You. Thank you for sharing your insight. Really appreciate it. All the work that you do at the Counseling Center, your therapy, your private sessions. And I can't wait to see your book and read it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you all for joining. Until next episode, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.